The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS NFL Podcast. I'm Katie Mox here with Will Brinson and Brady Quinn. We're sorry we're a little late today. We had some technical difficulties. It was not Brinson. I can see what you guys are saying in the chat right there. But uh, today is our Brady Quinn football show. Make sure you keep it locked with us all week long for more off-season news. And remember to like, comment, and subscribe on the YouTube page. If you're listening to audio only, do the same. Download, follow, leave a five-star review, and tell your friends to listen and watch the pod, even if we're running a little bit late. Fellas, always good to see you. Hopefully you had a good Memorial Day weekend. Uh, Brady, did you do anything fun with the kiddos? Uh, a lot of birthday parties. A lot oh. of birthday parties. Uh, and then from those birthday parties, for whatever reason, every single one of our kids had some issue uh, going number two. Um, so our, our <laughs> three-year-old that we thought was potty trained crapped her pants three times. That was a ton of fun. Uh, and then, um, yeah, we had some other issues along those lines. Sounds, I sounds, like go- it sounds, sounds genetic. <laughs> not from me then. Hey, not from me then. And I was glad to drive the bus and just throw my wife underneath it. Um, I, did, I did want to go back, though, and point out the fact that Will's hair has, has yeah. built up such a reputation Yes. That people now just they look at them, they think, well, clearly Will is why the Pick Six podcast is linked today. <laughs> With that mop of I mean, that's what you're signaling to people. That's what they think in the chat. Well, um, I you know, look, maybe maybe it's time for maybe my hair will be a midlife crisis. I'm I'm enjoying my lengthy hair. I like it. Um, it uh it's it's got some good flow to it. And uh for various reasons, it's not exactly as tight today as it might normally be. Certainly not as tight as yours. Uh, Brady Quinn. By the way, North Carolina, North Carolina, North Carolina, those coldest Memorial Day in North Carolina history, 61 degrees, high of 61 degrees. That's not that cold, but it's definitely, I thought you were going to say like 40 or something. Yeah. Coldest day in history makes me feel like it's going to be freezing. Listen, New York York City, it's, (laughs) it's, 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 it's freaking June here. We're supposed to be sweating. 
So she's been, yeah. she's been gathering beers in our arms after they're thrown into the pool and you cheat. So usually we do, I'm the king of the, um, the, the, uh, the gathering of um, the beers on when they do the beer toss. Cause my move is I put, you have to put the goggles on. You're supposed to tape them up. I only take the top part. And so then I'm just over there ninja. Like I'm a ninja out there gathering the beer, cheating my face off. That I can actually what picture with the, with my, you never my do a beer. You've never done a thing where like, like in our club, they, everybody, they, they threw a bunch of beer in the, in the pool and uh, then they blow the whistle and everybody can jump in. You get as much beer as you can gather. It's yours. The adults okay, do what, this what, or what is it for like college for? kids? Beer floats. Yeah, they, no, no, no. They want you to be blindfolded. So you have to like run around. And you oh, tape, blindfolded. You to, yeah, you have to tape up the goggles. You have to put like like uh, like duct tape basically on the goggles or electrical tape on the goggles. So um, how but, many did you get? Did you well, win? <laughs> there was no beer this year because the oh. water was like 40 degrees. Oh, <laughs> She yeah. took a cart around and handed out beer to all the adults. No, no, no you guys, here. you guys are doing it in the hot tub or something really ritzy like that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Maybe you've never um, heard I of, relate they to they don't do this what, at your fancy club, Brady. That's the problem. I mean, I that's what I was just gonna say. It sounds like you, you belong to a fancy club, Will. Oh, so I guess I guess which fancy club of yours don't they do this at, I should say. <laughs> I've never heard of this before, but good for you. Yeah, I grew up on a country club as well, and I've never heard of this um as well. It must be a North Carolina thing. By the way, it sounds fun though. It sounds fun, and I feel Great. like you would be very good at this, but I relate oh, wait, to what I you said. I didn't grow Brady. up at a country club. I mean, I, I, like that was one of the things. Like, I don't know where the hell this came from. No, I, I did. Up, I'm I saying grew, I grew up at a country well, club. They, I mean, they, they, they yeah. do this with kids too. Like they always do. Like you know, they'll toss like you know, they toss soft drinks in, and um, you, you see, they do it with the kids first. And the kids get it, and then they throw a ton of beer in there, and, and the adults go get it. How, oh, how, oh, how do you not find oh, this? Oh, oh, little you... little Jimmy went in the pool <laughs> when the adults <laughs> were supposed to be in. How can you not find this entertaining? I do. Highly. I've got a lot of questions, though. Yeah, I would like to see a video of... Is there a video of you in years past doing this? Because that there's, is there's something a, I think there's, there's a photo. There's a photo on my... Yes, I, I will provide... This will I'll be appreciated. This yeah. will be appreciated from everyone involved. But anyways, Brady, I was going to say, I relate to what you went through. My dog had stomach issues this weekend as well. So I could not go out and do things. Otherwise, um, I would have a quite messy Are you in New York so or are you in San Francisco? Because if it's in San Francisco, it, it's kind of, you know, pretty often you see that sort of stuff on the street. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, it's human usually uh, in San Francisco, unfortunately. But <laughs> I've been, uh, I'm actually in, yeah, in, in, in New York and in, in Connecticut. Um all right. You know, some of our favorite NFL players also had a really fun Memorial Day weekend. We pulled some clips. First off, A-Rod, loving, loving the, uh, the, the Jets life, the New York life. He was at Taylor Swift concert, not once, but twice, two nights in a row, jamming out. Um, it was quite the sensation on social media. You could see him there getting into his groove. We don't know if he's there on a date, if he's just there by himself, but... I don't know. Have we ever seen Rogers look this happy? I mean, isn't two nights in a row potentially that Taylor Swift is his date? Is that Ooh. not a thing? I, I don't follow wow. gossip, I, hot, you know, hot topic type thing going on. So, I mean, what's the point of going to see two nights in a row? It's the same show. So clearly, she does play the same songs. Yeah, I mean, I, you're going to good. see that person again, then, right? Yeah. Well, it must be a fun show. I think that Taylor Swift is dating. I don't know what his name is. She just broke up with her long-term boyfriend and now she's dating some musician. All of the Swifties are very up in arms about and it. She's got a new boyfriend? She's okay. got a new boyfriend. He's a rock star, but he's not someone that I am familiar with. I believe he is British. So. By the way, that's a risky opposition, like going into it with uh, 
Taylor Swift, because I mean, she'll write a song about you. Like she oh, will yeah. out she, your ass. She just released a new song, a single about her last boyfriend who she dumped. And like, she's already dating somebody else. It's like, okay, the, the statute of limitations is run here, Taylor. You can't fire up a new song, a single after you like not release a song. She writes an album about the guy. She brings up the guy, writes an entire album about dumping this guy and lays it all out there. And granted, the, the album is fantastic. Don't get me wrong, but like, you don't like Taylor Swift? I love Taylor yeah, Swift. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't really listen. I'm a Swifty. You're not a Swifty, Brady. Real man. I don't listen Swifties. to her music. I mean, I'm, oh, I'm sure she's those. super talented. The yeah. concert in the rain that was awesome, but like, not not going to a concert. No. But. I'm surprised that your daughters haven't forced you to listen. You'll, to you'll go to a Taylor Swift, Swift concert. It's actually movie. quite an easy explanation, Katie. It's because oh. anytime the song comes on, I just turn the channel. <laughs> I put on classic rock or something else. It's not the right motivation for soccer. <laughs> not at all. I mean, if they're going to soccer practice, it's the Rocky soundtrack and nothing else, particularly Rocky Four. All right, I want to make sure that they're out there playing their best for America. It's not even about like anything else. It's like I don't care who the opponent is, you're playing for America. And so Brady we get plays really the, about it. Brady plays. Brady plays two things for his three things for his kid daughters and his and these girls for this for this soccer thing. It's uh, one. The Rocky Four soundtrack to the Team America World Police theme song, which has <laughs> America, F yeah. <laughs> and then three, lots of Foreigner, the band Foreigner. But he's a big Foreigner fan. <laughs> underrated uh, actually, band. They are a great band. Um, a great band, underrated. You, you better just go ahead and soak up the Taylor Swift, bro, because you'll be going to Taylor Swift concerts. you got too many daughters not to. Too many daughters. Like the age gap. The age gap. I think I'm going to miss it. So I think I'm good. Mm -hmm. I think I'm good. I don't know. It's it's possible. All right. Next up, George Kittle was at Bottle Rock this weekend, and uh, somebody gave him the microphone with some auto-tune. I don't know if we'll be able to listen to the audio, but uh, he was uh, singing Cher. Yeah, oh, I, I get used to this, guys. Let's have some fun. Hey, TJ, what's up, dude, back there? All right, so, George, repeat after me. Hey, yo. Do you believe in love the love? I know something. I can feel something inside me says. I think it's strong enough. You believe in love the love? Oh, there he goes. Uh, Brady, would you ever get on stage and sing with an auto-tune? Hell yeah. I mean, if there was one, <laughs> I took two things from that. First off, George Kittle's the man. Uh, the fact that he knows that song, it actually sounded pretty good with auto-tune. But yeah, auto-tune allows anyone to sing. My biggest issue, though, is I need lyrics. I am not someone who remembers lyrics. And unfortunately, like one of my, my eldest daughter, Sloan, has inherited that. So she'll start singing a song. I'll be like, oh, God, it's not it. She's going to be made fun of. Like, I, we need to teach her the right lyrics to songs. It's a problem for their plays at school, too, because she'll, like, make up words that are not in the song. So <laughs> I, I, I'm all for singing with auto-tune. I'm just – I would need the lyrics printed out for me. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously I'd do it. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> okay, before or after yeah. we went uh, bobbing for yeah, like <laughs> Yeah. You, you probably do it for like Hootie and the Blowfish, like some of those songs. Yeah, you know, it's more of like your or OAR, maybe a little uh, Dave. Well, I'm, not, I'm not a big, I'm not a big OAR fan. I will say Hootie, uh, Hootie, who he prefers to be called Darius Rucker. Thank you. Well, very now, much. yeah, I, I, I know Darius, good dude. Oh no, <laughs> we're <laughs> a celebrity. But how do you know Darius? Uh, so he actually is close friends with uh, Charlie Weiss's brother, Pat Weiss. Yeah, that's an interesting connection. Is it golfing? Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of golf. He's a big golfer, yeah. 
Huge golfer, great golfer. Really, yeah. really, I was going to say, one of the nicest people you ever find. Yeah. Huge, huge football fan, too. Oh, South cool. Carolina Gamecock guy, right? That's right. Yeah. I know a little bit about Darius as well, Brady. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, on that note, one more thing. Christian Watson was racing Simone Biles at A.J. Dillon's Memorial Day party. And I actually haven't watched this clip, so I don't know who won the race. Um, and looks like we're not getting it up quite yet but who do you guys think one christian watson or simone biles i mean watson's fast fast so i would say he's got the edge on this one but i don't know if this is public or not simone biles is returning to compete Ooh. so oh you would have the insider information i don't know but i I promise you this much uh we're in good hands if simone's back all right hopefully she's moved past all the stuff she's dealt with in the last olympics but she is the greatest of all time, and so if she is back, like to that form, I give her every bit of a, ch- a shot of of beating Christian Watson. Are you are you are you concerned at all that if you that you just broke U.S. gymnastics news on the Pick Six podcast here on CBS, and that um, <laughs> that the uh, the 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 Bilesies, which I guess they're called the Swifties, uh, will, like the Swifties will come. Bilesies. I mean, like, like, what if? I mean, I want to see like. I want to see like, like on like Yahoo the Yahoo homepage. It's like report Colin Biles returning per former NFL quarterback Brady Quinn on Pick Six Pod. Whoops! <laughs> Whoops! Yeah, your wife will be real happy about that. All right, so let's uh, let's move on and talk some <laughs> some uh, football news. Obviously, I think one of the biggest things we heard this week: Jimmy G, my Jimmy Garoppolo failed. His physical, but I think the interesting part about this is the Raiders deal with Jimmy includes an injury waiver that was put in there to protect the team in case something goes wrong with his left foot. Brady, uh, what do you think of this situation and particularly the waiver? Yeah, so it's come out now where it's uh, that's a, that's a <laughs> nice little video there. Um, it's come out now that it's, it's his list, Frank. That's what they believe the the area of the injury, what, what's been affected by this. He's got surgery. To what degree? Uh, I don't necessarily know that, but I've had the surgery. I went about it trying to heal it and rehab it the natural way, which is a huge mistake. And that actually may lead to the question of why didn't he get it fixed uh, earlier in this process? Uh, And that might have been why. They might have got a medical opinion that said you can cast it, put it in a walking boot. You'll be on some crutches for a period of time and you should be able to come back from it. The problem is uh, a lot of times it doesn't heal properly, especially when you talk about bones, little small bones like metatarsals in, in your midfoot. And so what they end up doing is they'll go in and they'll fuse those little itty-bitty bones and joints in, the, in your midfoot. They'll fuse it all together. They'll make it one big hard mass that doesn't move anymore. That helps with taking away some of the pain. It does take away mobility, so you can't really run and it doesn't quite feel the same. Um, but that is most likely what he's uh, rehabbing from and, and working through now. Now, as far as the waiver goes, this is not uncommon to a lot of other players that find themselves in this position, especially him, someone who's battled through a bunch of injuries in, in his past. It's probably held him back from being the quarterback he'd hoped he would be. But also moving forward in the future, you know, you signed this guy to what was a big signing bonus. Now that's gone. They rolled that into the base salary. Now that salary is not going to be there if he re-injures this foot. So teams do this all the time. Like I, I remember taking the last contract I ever took when I signed with the Dolphins in training camp in 2014. I had to take a waiver out on my back. And it, it basically stated that if I injured my back, I wouldn't get paid. 
Uh, I had to get surgery by their team doctors, physicians. They save money that way. And then rehab with their uh, rehab uh, physicians as well. And if I had any injury as a result from that back, so if they could attribute whatever injury I was, I was you know, dealing with and it was a result of my back injury, they would also subsequently not pay me. So that's how waivers work. It's a really, really tough business for football players, especially as you accumulate more injuries. Most teams through physicals find these things and they'll try to negotiate in and take out waivers on anything and everything they can. So it's a tough spot for Jimmy Garoppolo, but Will, it does leave a lot of questions about what this means for the Raiders moving forward and the time frame for him coming back. Because I'll tell you this much, my foot did not feel normal. Granted, I got metal put in uh, to like metal kind of stable looking things put in. I didn't feel normal for like a year. So I can only imagine the time frame he's on right now trying to get ready for week one of the NFL season. I think that if you polled uh, the most like, like average people in America, regardless of whether or not they are um, football fans, and said, what's a more devastating injury, a ACL or a list rank? I think a huge percentage of them would say ACL, and I think all of those people would be wrong, that they list rank, for, for, especially for these purposes, as a quarterback. With how much you have to use your foot, how much you have to, you know, in terms of your mechanics and, and whether it's your, you know, your driving foot or your planting foot, if those are the technical terms, I'm not sure, but close enough. Um, you know, you need, you need, like, you need to have your feet working and your feet need to have the proper strength. And the list Frank injury is one that I think is it kind of flies under the radar for your average football fan when they think about this from a medical perspective. You know, we've seen it where list Frank injuries will end your career. Like, like, especially for a quarterback and you know, a quarterback who's older, I think, you know, when you played Brady, obviously, you know, you talk about the metal that's put in there. It's clearly the, the medicinal, you know, advances have been approved enough where you can recover from it. But yeah, this is not a surgery that you're going to be back for week one and feeling normal. I, I, I would, I think that there, and I know there's some reporters, I've seen some people out there like doing the analysis saying, ah, you know, like it's not a big deal that they had this clause put in that they, you know, they just, just want to be keep it, you know, keep it even, keep it safe, and just make sure that the you know the team isn't harmed. Um, but the reality is, I mean, Tom Brady is the specter of Tom Brady is lingering out there as he's you know trying to buy a minority share in the in the Raiders. It would be the other NFL owners. I think the the majority NFL owners, I believe, would have to all of them. I believe unanimously to allow Tom Brady to be a minority owner of an NFL team and to play for that NFL team or to play for any NFL team. So it seems likely that um, that that would end up happening, but he hasn't been approved yet. So he can always bail. And um, I don't, I, I think this Jimmy G thing has a little more legs than maybe people want to give it in certain spots of the interwebs. I'm yeah, with a little you more on legs that. than only one foot. Um, you, you know, the, the Raiders delayed kind of the press conference and the announcement with Jimmy Garoppolo, and some people didn't think it was a big deal. And now, obviously, we see um, that it is. Now, if you're a Raiders fan or even the organization, you gave up on Derek Carr. You let go of Derek Carr, who is a capable, great quarterback, to pick up. And look, I'm a Jimmy Garoppolo fan, an injury-prone quarterback. Now, Dom in the chat says that the 49ers didn't think it was Liz Frank, um, and then he went to the uh, Raiders, and it was a different story. But you get this injury-prone quarterback and then come to find out he's got this serious injury, didn't take care of it in the offseason earlier, and now – you might not have a quarterback to start. Like, what are they thinking? Uh, obviously, they're, they're, I don't want to say in panic mode, but this has to be one of the most unsettling things if you're a Raiders fan right now. Um, looking at your roster, which you may have already had questions about Jimmy Garoppolo in the first place, 
being the guy, I clearly Devontae Adams did with, with the way he spoke yeah. out about it. So there's some concerns and then throw this on top of it. I mean, just to go back to one of the things that Will touched on, you know, any foot injury and, and anyone who's suffered a foot injury that, that's played in the NFL will tell you uh, what usually happens is it has a compounding impact, meaning, you know, the way your foot now strikes the ground when you run, when you move is different. And then applying that force moving forward, you end up having hip issues, back issues. Everything is your body's trying to adjust now to a new normal. And that can be really problematic. You know, for a quarterback, when you're talking about the transfer of force from your bat foot, bat foot, uh, back foot, excuse me, or your plant leg, as, as Will so appropriately put it, um, and transferring to your front foot, uh, especially because it's his left foot and he's a right-handed quarterback, uh, it's harder than to transition all that power, all that force, all that torque onto that foot it's painful and you have to go through a period of time where you you kind of don't realize you're naturally changing your throwing motion and your mechanics but you are because your body naturally tries to adjust to, to not feel pain so um it's it's going to take a while for him to be able to get back and feel 100 percent um i think he's capable of doing it you know he's someone who's always played from a pretty wide base with a very very short stride or almost a non-existent stride and, and being able to use his hips to kind of torque through it uh, but th this this kind of at least sends a message to me to be really concerned for a team that I, I don't care what you you know saw them do last year with Sean Payton in Denver, uh, the charges with what I think could be a, a season you know kind of one of those budding seasons where maybe they surprise everyone, and obviously the Chiefs, the best team in the AFC West. Uh, you probably sit there looking at the Raiders as the last place team in this deal, right? Yeah, yeah by a large margin. I mean, I think the Raiders are. We probably have some futures odds for the Raiders that we could look at in terms of their win totals and um, you know their odds to make the playoffs. Uh, I would guess they're probably six and a half wins, maybe, might be off the board. And their yeah. odds to win the division probably seven to one, and their odds to make the playoffs maybe I don't know three to three to one, something like that. I mean, with and, and again, these could be off the board because of the Jimmy G stuff. Um, but the Raiders are by far and away the worst team in this division. And I agree with you completely. I think the, the Sean Payton factor is huge. You think about, you know, a team, I think I had the Raiders listed as one of the five teams I thought could be in for the, like a rough ride in, uh, in, in 2023 for a story I wrote last week. And it's, you know, the premise is basically that it's Jimmy G's got this foot thing that's lingering. You've got a team that's in a division that's really, really difficult where if you finish second in the division, you've done a great job. That means you just did the, the Chiefs are the only team that you finished behind, the, the, the reigning world champions and probably the best team in the NFL uh, just because they have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. The Chargers added Kellen Moore. The Broncos, Sean Payton is a huge, huge upgrade. Like that team is going to be good as a result of Payton being there. And for all these reasons, I mean, yeah, I think the Raiders are in big trouble. They are. We're going to get into some of those future odds and particularly the odds of who the quarterback will be for the Raiders. But we do have to take a quick break before we do. Uh, let's talk about the Europa League. Sevilla have conjured magic on the way to, to a seventh Europa League final where they face the UEFA Trophy Specialist Mourinho and his experienced Roma side in Budapest. Catch the Europa League final this Wednesday with coverage beginning at 2 p.m. Eastern on CBS Sports Network and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. You're watching Pick 6. We'll be right back. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. 
Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. They say patience is a virtue. But for some things, we can't wait. All right, welcome back to Pick 6 Podcast here with Brinson and Brady. Ooh, we did a little switcheroo there. Now they're back. Uh, make sure that you are following us on social at Pick 6 Pod across all social media platforms. All right, guys, let's take a look at some of these odds for the Raiders quarterback, of course, Tom Brady, at the top of the heap here with two to one odds. And you got Brian Hoyer. He's five um, to two odds. That doesn't actually make any sense. Um, 37 years old, only three starts over the last five seasons. And you've got Matt Ryan, who's five to one, Nick Foles, six to one, Aiden O'Connell, that fourth round rookie they picked up, Carson Wentz and Andy Dalton rounding out at 10 to one. It seems like Will is uh, pushing the Tom Brady <laughs> narrative here, which just seems crazy to me because even if they vote on that, they're not going to approve that. Well, they don't have to vote on it now because he's, he hasn't he, he he hasn't been approved as the owner. He can pull he can withdraw as minority owner uh, his interest in becoming a minority owner for the Raiders and just become the Raiders quarterback. Um, it would be pretty wild. It would be insane. It would be very Tom Brady of him to come out of retirement again. And I, I think it would be fascinating because remember he wanted to join the Raiders before he joined the Buccaneers. Remember the, the story where it's like Brady was like. F that team because the Raiders told him, John Gruden told him they weren't interested in Tom Brady. They didn't want to have Tom Brady. Then he went to the Bucs and they won the Super Bowl, as one might expect. Matt Ryan on there is pretty interesting, too. Obviously, our colleague, new colleague, he joined CBS as an analyst, but said in his tweet that this is not a retirement tweet. (laughs) In other words... What? It's not. He was saying that it's it was John. not, but he also is saying that to make sure he gets paid the monies he's owed from the Colts. Okay, let's sure. just get the semantics out of the way. Okay, but I mean, like, you don't think that like he would at least have some interest in this Raiders gig? Uh, maybe. I'm more curious with Tom Brady's interest in the Raiders gig. I mean, the Raiders team's in a different spot than where it was back when he was initially first looking at it. He's obviously older. He's had some life-changing events. I don't know. Maybe the Raiders are now more appealing that they're in Las Vegas and given his personal situation, maybe he's not. I don't know. Part of me feels like uh, this could be the potential for the greatest uh, duo ever in the history of two single guys playing quarterback in the NFL with him and Jimmy (laughs) G uh, given that Brady's single and Jimmy G could be single and they're both happen to be in Vegas. I mean, I just, I don't know. Maybe they kicked around that idea back in their new England days. And now that dream can come true. So maybe that's the motivation behind it. I don't know, but of all the teams that he's left to go to, this is, I mean, which is only really one, but, you know, even when you take into account the New England teams that he was on, 
I would say this is probably one outside of Devonta Adams, who's an absolute stud. You're not looking at too many other players. I mean, I guess you have Josh Jacobs running the football, so that's solid. But it just it doesn't set up for them to have immediate success. I thought he had a better path when he went to Tampa as compared to what he's got to go through with the Las Vegas Raiders and taking on the Chiefs twice a year, the rest of the AFC that's loaded with quarterbacks. I mean, if he was going to go back to any team, you'd think it'd be an NFC team at this point in time. Uh, we talked, we kicked around the, the 49ers too. That kind of made some sense maybe because this Bay Area ties and plus the roster and the fact that, you know, you don't have as much of a competition going through that that side of uh, to get to the Super Bowl. So I don't know. I just, I think there's so many ways this thing could go wrong there's no way there's any shot that he actually is going to come back and do it yeah i mean the, the issue with the with brady is that you know we just talked about it. this was already the this is the raiders are probably in the toughest spot of any team in the nfl in terms of you're in a really hard conference you're in a really hard really hard division probably the best division in football certainly we thought it was gonna be last year um and you could go to the nfc and have this path where it's like, if the Niners or the Eagles don't pan out the way that they everybody thinks they will, I mean, the NFC could be really, really weak. And or you go to the AFC where it's like, if you finish third in your division, you might be like nine and eight and miss the playoffs. Right. And if I'm not mistaken, too, this is based on Warren Sharp's analysis. He's got with the projected win totals for this upcoming season. He's got the Raiders with the second toughest schedule of any team, too, heading into 2023. So that's the other thing aside from everything else that we've thrown out there. Uh, but again, you know, I, maybe it's not about that. Maybe, you know, there's there's some other desires to get back into the league and, and go play and prove himself. And he feels like he's got some unfinished business. I mean, only, only Tom Brady knows what he's thinking and what the motivation is behind it. Uh, the fact that he wants to even have a minority stake in the Raiders is interesting to me. I, I know, again, you know, Dana White had talked about it was, I think, Gronk, where they let that cat out of the bag. But of all the organizations to buy a piece in, like, this is the one, like, you couldn't get the Glazer family to give you a piece of the Bucks, or go back and talk to Robert Kraft about it and see if you can get a piece of the New England Patriots or maybe even put together a group where you start off as a minority owner. And then once Robert Kraft wants to sell it, you put together a group to go buy the majority, you know, stake. There's all sorts of things that you'd think that he would have maybe tried first before a stake in the Las Vegas Raiders. Well, you know so, who's interesting that's not on this list is Jimmy Garoppolo. What are the odds that Jimmy Garoppolo gets cut, Brady? It's hard to tell. I mean, that list of quarterbacks is obviously quarterbacks to start if Jimmy Garoppolo is not the yeah. week one starter. So we should yeah. clarify that in looking at it. But um, I, I don't I don't think he will. I think he is their plan moving forward. He knows their offense. Um, obviously, they're still agreeing to pay him a, a pretty decent amount in base salary for this upcoming season. If he passes the physical, if he's healthy, and if I was the Raiders and I had any reservations whatsoever about this working out, I would have cut ties now. Like you wouldn't have gotten to this point, and I would have tried to find a solution. Whether it's Matt Ryan, who we saw, who's one of our colleagues at CBS, or any of the other quarterbacks too, you could put into that light. Uh, or you, you find yourself in a position talking to Mark Davis, said, "Yeah, we're going to tank for Caleb Williams." We don't have to outwardly say that, but he's a hell of a prospect. And it would be pretty justifiable if we, if we found our way to potentially the worst record in the NFL, given our, our schedule, given the situation with Jimmy G and what transpired. Yeah, maybe we find ourselves with the worst in the league, but we get the best quarterback in next year's draft and, and Caleb Williams on Southern Cal. Uh, that would be a, a pretty big windfall for them, I think, at least building for the future. 
Interesting that you you referenced Warren Sharp, uh, who's not at CBS and not the Brinson model, which it was. Why are we even model? listening to There it, is a Brinson yeah. model. Yeah, there's a Brinson model. I haven't seen this yet. Uh, I actually had the Raiders going seven and 10. Uh, I just reran the model uh, with, you know, accounting for Jimmy Garoppolo being out. Hmm. Um, and we actually, I, I think I would have the Raiders winning five games if that was the case. Um, yeah. And, but I think you're right. Like the Cardinals have the Texans pick and they have their own pick. The Raiders are definitely a candidate to get that number one overall pick. And worst case, they can end up with a second overall pick and you get Drake May. Like that's, I don't know that May is a candidate of Caleb Williams, but I mean, like that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world for Josh McDaniels to figure out a way to get a quarterback in there. I also think uh, with the Raiders that there's maybe a little, like last year it was out of control how quickly people wanted to fire McDaniels. Like it just wasn't, it wasn't going to happen that fast. Like he wasn't, he wasn't going to get fired halfway through his first year while that team was still paying John Gruden and still dealing with the John Gruden fallout and paying Josh McDaniels a ton of money. Like it, they're going to give Josh, Josh McDaniels some time to figure this out and some time to change the culture. You saw the Patriots guys they brought in this year, all the former guys he's worked with. It's very clear that they're saying, all right, we're still dealing with the mess that Gruden and Mayock left behind with all those first rounders who didn't work out. Yeah. All right. Um, other big news that happened on Friday is that the Cardinals released DeAndre Hopkins. Now, we were talking last week about the sweepstakes and, you know, how Hopkins talked to the podcast and gave his list of things that he wanted in the next team. But I was still pretty surprised that the Cardinals just released him. I do know that he has a big contract, so maybe offloading mm-hmm. that was a little bit too difficult. Uh, one, Brady, curious what you think about that. And then we'll go through some odds about where he ends up. I'm more curious how Will's drinking from this this tiny thimlet, uh, little thimble, <laughs> if you know. whatever you want to call that little little cup. Is that an espresso cup or what is that? It, it is. It is. I was. Um. I actually like. Ha- I actually had like a glass, and I was like, you know, it'd be a lot funnier is this tiny little cup. Like I feel like Brady will like wow. see this tiny little cup and, and think it's hilarious. So I. I, 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 I think, think it's, it's it's adorable. Is what it is. It looked like you I, got I, one I, of my, my daughter's playsets. I've purposely been there actually might not be anything in there. I've just been sipping from it because I thought that she would find it amusing if I had this tiny little thing. And he did. Yes, he did. Um, <laughs> to try to try to what was the question? What were we talking about? DeAndre well, Hopkins released. Oh. Yeah, well, first to see off, released. He isn't yeah. officially released until 4 p.m. Eastern today, I believe, because of the holiday weekend. So okay. that was kind of miss like caught up in the mess of everything on Friday when some of that was actually out there. Um, so technically it's not, we've still got another hour and 10 minutes and maybe one of the reasons why you float that out there is so to get you something do drum to up trade. a better offer and you get something instead of nothing in exchange for him. So there is still that potential here in the next hour and seven minutes or so before the 4 PM Eastern deadline. Um, you know, look, it, it, it potentially was the fact that he, you know, wasn't happy with the scenario of where the team was. We don't really know. I mean, only DeAndre Hopkins knows. Um, I feel like we do know. I feel like he made it pretty clear he didn't like what was going on in Arizona. Well, yeah, I mean, him and some other players. But It'd be like if your significant other kept saying, I, I just want a kitchen that's clean. Like, I just, I just, want, to, I just want to have a kitchen that doesn't full of dishes. And, I, you know, like, you know like, like Brady, go clean the kitchen. That's, that's all she's asking, man. Right. I think there was more than just that ask. But right. that being said, Bills, Chiefs, clearly uh, the, the, yes. the kind of contenders for him, uh, at least based on the odds, I believe those are the top two odds favorites. The interesting thing about it is at this point in time for DeAndre Hopkins' career, I mean, look, he wants to play for a contender. That's yeah. why you're looking at all these teams and saying, yeah, those are all playoff teams with the quarterbacks that they have. They all have quarterbacks that you can make a case are going to be, if not already are, Hall of Fame quarterbacks in Mahomes and Rodgers. 
uh, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson on their way, and all teams that I think are making an investment in an arms race. And he would be one of those uh, valued pieces, but he's not going to probably be able to do it for the number that he wants if he is outright released, just purely because of the time of year, the cap structure, and everything else. Uh, and he's getting up there in age, you know. So, how much of an investment do you want to make in a wide receiver that you might feel like uh, could be more prone to injury? But uh, he's still got a lot left in the tank. I would love to see him on one of these top teams and see what he's capable of doing. I mean, if he goes to the Chiefs, it's just, it's just unfair. You know, it's just I, I, I don't yeah. even know what I wouldn't, I wouldn't even know what to think of that if he ended up as a Kansas City Chief. Um, Cleveland Browns twenty to one. Um. We see on the on the odds. The interesting thing about the Browns, though, is there's this thought that you know you look at the Watson Hopkins relationship. You know, did, why did they move on from Hopkins? Was it the relationship with Watson and him in the locker room? I remember there's a lot of things speculated and reported during that time. So uh, it'd be curious to see if there would be a welcome reunion. And clearly, the Browns could use his services, and I'm sure it helps that you know Watson would be able to have a, a chemistry with him and a relationship with them. Uh, but, you know, if you're looking at the Browns as compared to the Bills, Chiefs, some of the others, you probably feel like those teams have a better shot at winning a Super Bowl. And if that's what this is all about, you're more apt to maybe take a little less and, and play there as opposed to going to Cleveland. I mean, hasn't, hasn't, don't you feel like Deontay Hopkins has been through enough kind of turmoil between Houston and Arizona? Yes. Like maybe he's looking at one of these other opportunities as more stability too and saying, like, yeah, if Stefanski and the Browns don't play well this year, what happens there? I mean, are they going to stick with Stefanski? No, probably not. If they, if they do poorly, I think Stefanski, they're probably going to move on from Stefanski. I mean, I, look, I, I'm not going to sit here and feel sorry for DeAndre Hopkins. He's gotten paid a lot of money. When that trade to Arizona happened, he got he got a big contract with the Cardinals as a result of the trade. I remember it was, it was happening live during our, our Pick 6 podcast free agency show. Just a wild time to be alive. Um, <laughs> and uh, we, we, like, lost our mind. We're like, we're like, <laughs> like, uh, the, David Johnson's traded. Oh my God. And then it was like, he's traded for Deandre Hopkins. What the hell is going on around here? Uh, in the to, to court Taylor Twelman. at any rate, like, yeah, maybe there's something there with the, with the, the Deshaun Watson stuff. I, I think I would actually argue that I think Deandre Hopkins probably a little overrated at this point, you know, a lot of name value. Wow. Okay. He's older. He's been injured. He's coming well, I mean, back. He missed the, the first six games last season. It's kind of tough to get in a rhythm when you're, you know, coming in and have well, He missed first. it because he was taking PEDs. Allegedly. Allegedly. All well, right. Then why was he suspended if he was allegedly? Well, we can't always prove that. I mean, you can look into the mixed martial arts world, and a lot of guys will get popped for stuff there, too. A lot of that stuff's a little sketchy. I think, the I think, protocol. I think we've seen a lot. Sure, the masking stuff is crazy. I mean, like, you're, you know, we're, we're all masked up at, at all times. Brady, you're a big mask guy. You love masks. Um, I think that the. Um, you and Pete Briscoe, like when you guys would work out, you guys would wear masks or no, use masking agents uh, all the time because you guys love masks so much. Anyway, the point <laughs> being is that I think with DeAndre Hopkins, you see these guys, you get older, production yes. starts to slip a little bit, and then they start, you know, maybe you get the PED, pop for the PEDs, and you wonder how will the, you know, will the future be as bright as it once was? Do you kind of look like Zach Gilfinakis? Like a yes. Yes. version? First a of all, version? that is insult. A, a what version? A thinner version. Thank you. I appreciate you having that. You're a thinner, <laughs> I had to you're make sure thinner that was Zach Gilfinakis. <laughs> hey, you, you kind of look like Jared Lorenzen, but like a skinnier version of Jared Lorenzen. R.I.P., of course. Um, I mean, <laughs> just so many lines crossed there. I'm just kidding. I actually do. Yeah, probably a lot. I, I, first of all, I love Jared Lorenzen. I, I also love 
Zach Galifianakis, NC State alum Zach Galifianakis. And wow. by the way, maybe that's where they got the Wolfpack line from, right? Yeah, that's right. NC State Wolfpack, you're part of the Wolfpack now, Zach Galifianakis. It's a two-man Wolfpack. You're welcome to be our third, Brady Quinn. You do need a satchel. You can actually, be I'm in wearing a satchel right now. Actually, I'm wearing, a, I'm wearing a Pete Carroll pimp hat gift. Or a, it's a gift T-shirt. It's Pete Carroll, the, the gift of Pete, Pete Carroll in, a, in, in, the, in the top hat. Pete Carroll in a top hat. I can't see. And a monocle. Okay. All right. Uh, On that note, we are going to take a quick break. You're watching Pick 6. We'll be right back. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing to growing your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success. With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account, Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, taylorbrands.com slash Sports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All eyes are on Italy. Absolutely astonishing. As the race to qualify to Europe. Huge moment. All comes down to the final match day. It's a goal! Stream every pivotal Serie A match live on Paramount+. Plus. Welcome back to the Pick 6 Podcast. I'm Katie Mox here with Will Brinson and Brady Quinn. Today is the Brady Quinn Show. Make sure you join us all week to keep up to date with all your NFL offseason news. And remember to like, comment, and subscribe on the YouTube page. Before we get out of here, let's just go ahead and take a look at some of those Raiders and Cardinals futures and weigh on and how this news has changed this for them. Uh, if you look at their Raiders, their season win total, um, or excuse me, at the Cardinals, oh, we can start with the Raiders. Um, they are yes to make the playoffs at plus one. Or what are we looking at here? So uh, I, I think I think Katie's Raiders plus three fifty to make the playoffs. Thank you. I Thank just you. happen to be I happen to be a, 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 a an expert at, at, at somehow staring at Streamyard when it pops yes, up on the, on the side. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, all right. So y- yes or no to make the playoffs for the Raiders with oh Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe a Tom I mean, Brady. I mean, you can't lay the minus 450. They're not going to make it. Um, but I wouldn't bet plus 350 for the Raiders. I think it's highly unlikely that they end up making the postseason. Um, don't, don't you need to like wait and find out a little more information? Like, is Jimmy Garoppolo in training camp? Are these odds going to move that much before we find out more? I, I don't know. I'm not sure the, the status of the injury is going to move a ton here in the next few months. So maybe you get a little bit more information and you can make a little you know more informed decision if you're going to place that bet. But I would stay away from it for right now. 
I, I think yeah. you look at those numbers and minus 450 to not make the playoffs is just too much to lay. Like you don't want to put down $450 to win a hundred dollars uh, in like the beginning of June. And then plus 350, if you, if you're saying yes, and you're thinking Jimmy G might come back, that's not long enough. It, it needs to be like seven to one for the Raiders to make the playoffs. I think so. No, thanks. And then the Cardinals, they had the lowest season win total in all of the NFL. It was at five and a half. Now with the D-hop news, it's gone down to five. Uh, are the Cardinals going to win any games this year? <laughs> yeah, of course. Look, it's the NFL. You know, Callum Murray will be back at some point, uh, regardless of what people want to say about him. Yeah, last year was, was more of a downer year, but, you know, he's still very capable of doing some special things. So, They'll win some games. Did they get over the five win mark? I don't know. I don't think so. And I think at minus 130, that's probably at this point the safer bet. I wouldn't be shocked though if this didn't settle at four and a half yep. uh, when it's all said and done, yeah. um, depending on what else happens the rest of this, this offseason. Uh, and then what happens with Kyler Murray as far as his timetable to return. So, uh, But the under is the better play here. But maybe wait till it's at four and a half. Yeah, well... If it's a four and a half, you're probably looking at what minus 180. You'll see a little bump there as far as where the odds will go down to. At least it'd that's be over. Where... It'd be over my. If it goes to four and a half, you'll have the over will be extremely high priced, and the under. I would go. It'll be like plus 130, plus 140 under four and a half. I would think something in that range. Um, I would go. I would still go under. I think the Cardinals would be the worst team in football. But you're talking about a 17 game season, and NFL teams win five games all the time, just sort of by accident. Like a quarterback gets hurt and you have Colt McCoy squaring off against, I don't know, like uh, Aiden O'Connell or someone like that. It's it well, is the week 18 matchup where it doesn't matter. And that there's yep. still some players playing for something and you get, you know, some wins that come in there. Yeah. Right. Week right. one, week 18. Then you get a few in between. I mean, didn't Jeff Saturday win a football game? Like anybody yeah, Anybody can, yeah, anybody can win a football. The NFL teams win five football games all the time, especially in a seventeen game season. So I would, if you wanted the under, you should have taken it at five and a half. At five, I still, I still think it would be an under, and that's what I would lean towards. But five is a really, really low number. I think I would rather have four and a half under plus money than five under minus one thirty. Okay, I like it. All right, that is going to wrap up the show for us today. Make sure you join us Thursday, 1 p.m. for more off-season coverage. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe on the YouTube page. If you're listening to audio only, do the same. Download, follow, leave a five-star review, and tell your friends to listen and watch the pod. We'll see you next time. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. Are you still listening? Good. Take a deep breath. You needed a break. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount+. Plus. So, yes, you can literally stream a stream. Paramount+, Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation.